and welcome to the boys of the golden throne you weren't that musical this time no i'm not really musical right now yeah oh well you know usually you're all singy and you know (laughs) i don't know when you're gonna stop i had uh like seven children to just me here yesterday and my daughter had this extravagant plan where I had to turn the entire house into a movie theater. Oh, how so did I, that go? Uh, it went pretty good. I'm just really tired today. <laughs> Talk quietly to daddy today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Daddy's very tired. Uh, so, yeah. No, I'm just a little tired. Not feeling super musical. Well, you know, maybe next episode. Next episode. <laughs> the listeners, I'm sure, are are, are waiting for that yeah. musical tale to come I'm gonna back. Come, I'm going to be, it. like, so refreshed one day and just come on and just, like, everything. Oh! Is... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, like, master exploder them and explode the brains. <laughs> just, like, we get a whole bunch of emails being, like, you've blown up my speakers in my car. Uh, I... <laughs> I expect a full refund. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what are we talking about today? Oh, so today's kind of a special episode. It's just a me and AJ special. Ooh, intimate. Uh, it's very intimate. But what we're talking about is we got a few things. We're going to talk about our normal hobby progress and things like that. Of um, course. Our shames, which I'm going to be, I'm going to destroy my shame, to be honest. I'm on a freaking tear. Well, you're sh- we know that if there's one thing I know about Teo, you are definitely not shameful at all. <laughs> you have no shame. I have no shame. Uh, so hopefully but, that transitions into your hobby life. That ho- uh, Hopefully. Um, and then, so we're going to talk about something kind of, uh, I guess, near and dear to me and AJ, which is how yes. to become a closer. Um we talk about having fully painted armies, fully based armies, fully thought out armies quite a bit on the show. So we definitely want to talk to all you guys about how we do that. Yeah, because both you and I like have, I think, well, I guess the approach is getting an army painted. But like we have know, very different approaches to it. We, we have, have different like, approaches. So, yeah. Um, whereas I'm the crazy Bushman of painting. AJ is the very myth- it's very telling of our career choices. <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> all right all right well, well think guess, about it like i guess i i do plan for a living yeah so. <laughs> and i just run with chaos all day <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah. well more on that in our main <laughs> yeah, segment main segment and then we'll just talk a little bit about the uh royal flush and some of the updates we have on that and then our normal show closeouts um mm-hmm. So, um, I, it, to be honest, I was thinking it might be in a smaller episode, but we could easily get in a ramble and it could be just as long as every other episode. Yeah, it, it might get rambly towards the, <laughs> the, in the meat of the, of the podcast. I think the, the lettuce portion, as we discussed last <laughs> That's week, right. is going to be a little bit lighter, maybe not so much mayo, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> a little, it's going to be like a cucumber salad. Ooh. A cucumber, cucumber sandwich, just a little cream cheese, a little. Okay, that's that's lovely. A nice little tea, a nice little tea sandwich. Um... <laughs> a crust on or off? Oh, crusts off. This is a fancy tea yeah. party. <laughs> We're never crusty on this podcast. <laughs> um, I'm tempted to have a glass of bourbon and catch up with you as you're drinking your beer. Oh well, it is almost. <laughs> 
it's hey it's cocktail hour somewhere it's cocktail hour somewhere (laughs) it's not not before 10 o'clock on me with me on a monday but uh you don't need to tell anyone tayo you can just (laughs) we could pretend that we're in the the same time zone soon soon Soon. we'll be in the same time zone very soon (laughs) i I can't wait (laughs) it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be good it's gonna be good okay um there we go there's some there's some uh, musical. You brought it out. You brought the want. music out of me. Ooh, 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 All right. Jam. So maybe you should grab a, a glass of bourbon and we'll be <laughs> back here in a second for uh, some hobby talk. I hope my boss isn't listening. I do work tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's week. We, this won't be posted for another week. No, that's so right. You'll never like, know. <laughs> when was it recorded? I don't know. <laughs> Our tutor, who art in Nottingham, Duncan be thy name. Our paints be thinned, our layers be smooth, on plastic as it is on resin. Give us this day our daily tip, and forgive us our poor edge highlighting. As we forgive those who bring unpainted armies, lead us not into math hammer, but fully closed armies. All praise, Nalnoil. And welcome back, citizens of the Imperium. Mm. I could, maybe we'll do a crazy ad like that. I think I could do that. I think you could. I, I we need to do the John's like hobby gym. Oh yeah, <laughs> hobby gamer gym. Like we gotta, yeah. we gotta kind of do that at some point. Oh, I need to do like um, a sex guide to gaming. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Listeners, I'm just as intrigued as you are. <laughs> Slash I'll just, scared. <laughs> I'll, I, I'll record it by myself and then just splice it into the episode. So we'll do like a live reaction to AJ. <laughs> yeah, like I'll just be at work one day and listening to it before it gets posted and like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, AJ, what have you been painting uh, lately? So I know you've bought uh, a ton of stuff lately. I have. Dead. I've been busy. Um, I've been doing a lot of prep for uh, my visit to the 30K channel, oh, which is I'm flying there, recording on Monday. I'm flying on Friday. And I've, uh, I like ordered, I guess I ordered these Ursaracs like over two weeks ago. And the last order I made, being so close to the, the motherland, you know, arrived in like four days. I was like, this is awesome. So I'm like, oh yeah, this next order will be here like no time flat. And they ship it right away. So I'm like, oh yeah, it's coming. It's coming. And it took like 14 days. So (laughs) as you know, and we'll get into this more in our main uh, section, like I take a while to paint, right? But I like got it. It arrived weirdly. They deliver mail here on Saturdays different than in in canada but anyway they arrived like midday on uh on saturday i was i'm currently before that i was painting my uh mac i always have a hard time with this tale you always have to help me my machinator explorator yeah machinator explorator thank you so uh that's coming along i've uh but like it 
I'm just painting this and the doorbell rings. I'm like, ooh, who could that be? Well, it's six grisly Ursaracs arriving. So I immediately like pushed all my paints out of the way, like bust that open, wash, like build these <laughs> things as fast as humanly possible, got them sprayed and started basing. So I've basically got four out of six of them. They're all base coated. And then I've done like my trademark uh, edge highlighting. <laughs> which I hate. I don't know why it's become, it's like you start on, you know, a squad and then you, I got to be persistent in the way that I paint. <laughs> so I've got four of those done. I'm going to finish the other two of the edge highlighting tonight. And then I'll just have to do lenses and stuff like that. Um, one of the other things, as you know, all of my, both my uh, Mechanicum and my Iron Hands are on, uh, secret weapon miniature urban rubble bases yeah which of course i don't have any here so i'm like okay well i want to take these on the channel along with my 10 uh secretary uh peltasts but i don't have any bases so i'm not too sure if you've used this stuff but have you tried out any of the um games workshop technical, technical? oh yeah it's yeah. pretty awesome it's awesome it's like so good you know, so i've been doing uh like just some simple bases um, using that stuff. I think, what what am I using here? It's uh, the Astro Granite Debris. And yeah. then I'm basically painting it back over. I'm using it just for the texture and then painting over using the same um, methodology that I do the rest of my secret weapon bases. But, you know, for a get-me-by base until I get home and and swap them out for the secret weapon bases i'm like really impressed and, oh yeah and um, the cool thing with that stuff is you can use that with the other bases to like build up areas and stuff like that that's exactly what i was thinking like you know because the with the urban rubble bases that i have there's only five uh different 40 mil bases and you know i've got shit tons of them so <laughs> just starting to like slobber some of that stuff on just make a little bit more grit like there's only two 60 mil bases so i've started with a lot of other of my models to actually make bases using cork and just paint it in the same way but you know i think even just using some of this like you said to add to those bases mm -hmm. make them a bit more dirty is uh, awesome so yeah highly even just doing you know, if I wasn't totally dialed into the secret weapon bases, I'm like, this is a good substitute. If you're needing just cheap bases, you don't want to spring on any, you know, of the GW plastic bases or go with, you know, whole hog resin bases. Even though those uh, bases are a good deal, like I thought they're an amazing deal yeah. um, for sure. But if you just want to do something simple, yeah, I'm I'm really impressed by those. So uh, I've got. You know, got to finish the Ursaracs by Thursday night. I have a company outing tomorrow, so I only have two days more of painting to get these done. But I will do it. I will I will conquer these. So, <laughs> um, as I said, I, I finished my 10 Secretary Paltas. I'm taking those with me. This list that I'm taking to the 30K channel, I'm really stoked about it. But it's like all things that I've never used on the board before, pretty oh, much. Oh, that's going to be exciting, though. Yeah, so I'm running the Ursarax, I'm running four Vorax, I've got the Peltas, I got my um, Secretary um, Archiax, uh, the HQ guy, I've got yeah. him painted, so I'm bringing him, and then I'm bringing my tooled up um, Magos M Malagra, which I've never run him before, 
and then three Castellacs and a squad of Thalax, which I've obviously run those copious amounts of times. But, you know, most of the list I've never run. So that might be, it's going to be fun. I don't know how well I'm going to do with that because it's all new stuff and I'm not entirely sure. On the plane right there, just like read over the stat lines and pages over and over and over again. Oh, yeah, totally. And while listening to uh, Carly Simons, no one does it better. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, what else am I doing? You know, still painting or blah, still <laughs> filling out my painting book. And I'm, I'm stoked that I've been doing this. And, you know, it would really like the lot. It would really have helped me for these Ursarax because I was sitting here for like a good half an hour staring at my Thalax, which I painted like i don't know a year and a half two years ago and i'm just like how the fuck did i do this so you know i did a pretty good job matching uh, you know i think the ursarax are a little bit more like dirty but that i think works for them uh but yeah i'm i'm loving just keeping track of my notes in my little space marine you know book it's super fun i can't wait manual. to yeah yeah yeah, I can't wait to fill it up with uh, sexy CK Studio notes. Oh, yeah. I wish Chud was coming to that because I would love his note-taking abilities. Uh, I wonder, we should just Skype in Chud. Yeah. And he can just take notes in the corner for us, for everyone. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to get like fucking Cat and Caleb to sign my book. Oh, yeah, nice. X's and, X's and O's to, you know, signify it's the, it's the, the gospel. The gospel. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then, other than that, I've been working on the Royal Flush uh, player pack. So I got um, the blank um, Horace Heresy black book pages from Powerful Iron Warriors Eric. Oh, Thank nice. you. We love you. Um, and so I've started doing working on that. I've been filling out our sponsor page, which is like amazing of how full it is and, you know, all the different. Uh, all the different companies we've been able to get on board, which I'm just super jacked. Any, you know, just flabbergasted. This, is, this, this thing is going to be people that are coming. The prizes that are going to be given out are going to be awesome. Oh, just and, lit. Uh, I'm going to be a young hope- person and be called. It's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. Lit. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's not going to be. It won't be as lit as the the fabled day where oh. me and. Me and Phil are up, walk into a gaming hall with our matching tracksuits and our two night lists. Like, that is going to be... I'm going to have to eventually get a picture of us in our tracksuits in, like, a glitter frame, you know, keep it beside my bed and where I don't have, like, a picture of my future wife, but just a picture of Phil are up in a tracksuit. It's like it's like a picture of Ariel, the cat, and then you and Phil are up. Yeah. It's like Ariel and Nori are, like, a small little, you know, maybe, like... Four by four, yeah. like yeah, three by three, something yeah. like that. And then like filler up is like an eight and a half by 11. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It I plays need, music with a button on top. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's uh, the Bad Boys 2 soundtrack. So yeah, I'm... I'm getting super jacked about uh about the royal flush i actually contacted ann uh the other day and hopefully when you come down 
to visit when I get home. Um, I was thinking that we could pop over and check, check it, out. it out. I've been uh, I've opened up my little floor plan. I've been playing with that at work and just like or not at work, but you know with my tools at work of just moving around tables and trying to figure out how we're going to set up. I'm trying to give it so that like everyone's got ample space. We're not crowded in there and everyone's got a clear line of sight walkway to the bar, which is a very important very, thing. <laughs> so no one's like us. getting out of the bar, like bumping into a table or anything. Like that. Yeah. That, that would just be rude. That's you know, uncouth. It, and it, and it, no one wants to walk down all, you know, everyone wants a clear line of sight direction yeah. to the bar. It's something that we hold very close to our hearts at the bot GT. I'm having this like image of like a synchronized bell that goes off and then there's mm-hmm. like this flooding of all the tables into the middle section. Like it's like a. <laughs> and by the, by the bell, you mean the Julian cowbell? Yeah. The Julian cowbell right at 11. Yeah. And then everyone just like stops and turns in unison and then walks in unison all of the bar. <laughs> well, dude, I'm I once again, like if I am playing, whether I'm playing or not, I'm still going to try to go for the same goal that I had at at Kippers and both Kippers and sadly not Lancy because no booze, but being the first at the bar. That's always my. Oh, yeah. I have my... an agenda this time. I want to have a beer for every assault phase. <laughs> oh okay are you yeah. gonna make it to the social <laughs> oh yeah i'm gonna get i'm gonna do what i need to do all right chug some rockstar <laughs> vodkas or something like that <laughs> okay all right yeah. well be prepared oh listeners. sorry here every every time my hq is in an assault phase i have to chug a beer that's that's uh yeah all right chugging beer all right yeah well I'm calling you out, John. Every time, Hor- every time your Praetor's in combat, you got to chug a beer. <laughs> he's don't tempt him. You know he's gonna do it. <laughs> oh, I know exactly. He's gonna do it. He's really easy to get on. <laughs> Spe- speaking of John and and uh, well, it's not really hobby talk, but that's the end of mine. So just before we get into yours, the episode of Radio Free Estevan that you're on, episode ninety six. Oh, I yeah. was absolutely fucking dying for like the five minutes that you guys were just talking about john's hog (laughs) i was literally crying with laughter just like (laughs) how kimbo's like you know i'd recognize that cock anywhere (laughs) (laughs) that was a weird episode because like i didn't know when they were recording or when they weren't recording Oh, really? So it was just like a, a full ramble? Oh, yeah. So like I was, yeah, it was just this ridiculous rambling, like, talking about like crazy military stories about like, what was it? Um, I can't remember. He was just talking about like his uh, bedmate in uh, when he was came to New York from Australia, the military, just picking up like tranny hookers and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't believe that was on the okay. podcast. <laughs> It's out now. <laughs> yeah, it's out now. It was. I was just like, oh, okay. This is taking a strange turn. <laughs> well, man, I was just, yeah, it's such a good, uh, I'm jealous that you got to be on with, uh, with all those guys. Such I bet you podcast. when you get home, we'll probably be online with them a lot more. Oh, uh, well, I'm going to, I'm, I'm hoping that we're going to do, uh, like a big, podcast bonanza down at uh, heresy camp and oh, i.e when when are you getting your ticket <laughs> uh well so ezra messages me and eric the other day and he's just like i'm oh, willing yeah. to, he's like willing to use his air miles 
to help me in our, no get down the, way yeah. powerful ezra oh powerful man. ezra i can't even imagine if all of us went went down there together that... like i had <laughs> i had like just like images of like you know just we, we're gonna have to get some some texas uh greenery that wild greenery that they've got down there you know what i'm talking about and i know they got canoes so you know going for a little paddle you know Uh, enjoying some of the uh, some of the horticulture and uh, we should all wear toques when we come down oh that yeah we need to get i need to get a yellow toque to match yours i lost mine i know well, even I'll even if we one. don't get the canoe to even like you know the ocean, technically it's the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> we could just put it in the pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that hang, did inspire you know? me. I think I'll get. I think I'll get some bot GT toques made. Oh shit! We're just just bot GT on the front. No and no cog, no toilet. No cog, just, just bot, bot GT. G- yeah, yeah. Just bot GT. Uh, we can get a cog, but. But It'd I was probably thinking, be more. It would be so, more. Yeah, let's not. Get I was thinking fancy. about getting like patches that we could put on like your like jean vest and stuff like that. Totally, we could do that from tagged events. That yeah. is something that I've been uh, tossing around in the old noggin. But uh, I've also been thinking about what I like. Obviously, I, I, if any of you RFI guys are listening, I need those waist sizes. I know you talk to them. I asked when them, you- and they're like, uh. I just got. I'm gonna phone them, you know, and leave a, a voicemail, like har- harassment voicemails. <laughs> I'm not gonna directly do it because I'd rather it just be announced, you know. So if other people want to, you know, get Ryan a pair of Daisy Dukes, that's you know, that's a possibility. But I, I, I want to. I've already found the the shorts that I'm gonna order, and I'm gonna take them to a place in Van to get like their nicknames put on or my nicknames for them. Yeah. So I was thinking like. For Derek, we just get PhD for P Hole Derek. Yeah. Uh, you know, Michael Monty. You know, that's his 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 nickname. Obviously, for Kimmel, we just have to get powerful. Yeah. And then for Scott, <laughs> I'm just imagining a pair of Daisy Duke that just says powerful on the back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then for Scott, like the only thing that I could that immediately comes to mind. And I think, you know, how can't you do it? It's just put Aryan. (laughs) 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 Maybe not the most appropriate thing in the world, but, you know. (laughs) Yeah, he won't be able to leave home with (laughs) just out and washing his car, like, in the summer. Right in the, like, the Southern America word, and Daisy Dukes to say Aryan on the back. I hope he owns a Camaro or something. <laughs> so yeah, that's gonna be uh, that's that's you know that's got to be part of my hobby progress one of these days is actually make that order. So uh, give me those waist sizes, boys, or you're gonna get one smaller than you want. <laughs> so yeah, what have you uh, what have you been up to there, buddy? Uh, well, so uh, as people in the local area know, that I had to do a bit of a uh, purge to get myself more situated which i have um but i still wanted to get a second job to kind of get myself conky dory in a quicker amount of time so maybe if i wanted to save up i could go to harry's camp without worrying 
Well, this is not the job that's on the the street corner, right? No, <laughs> a different no, job no, than that. Different job, but okay. Just just trying to clarify. I ended up getting like a schwack ton of commissions, so I won't have to get a second job, and I just have to get to work on those. Oh, sweet! So, what are you working on? Uh, Mr. Virgin dropped all of Virgin. Uh, He's like, I don't have time for this. So he dropped off all of the rest of his stuff for his Ultramarines. He's like. Can you build and base coat these for me? I've got a big really? commission. Yeah, I'm finishing a, a 40K Space Marine commission. Um, I've got some another game system commission uh, for some Infinity. And then I've got... What else do I have? Oh, and then we have a new guy moving into the area. He wants to be painting his Dark Angels. So, yeah. Is this the guy that's been on the chat talking about... Yeah, like who did his test or something to move out here? Yeah, yeah. Get his papers or something. Papers. Yeah, yeah. So he's been talking to me, and I'm going to be painting his Dark Angels army. Sweet. I love that we're getting new blood, and it's Blood Angels, something that we don't Dark have. Dark Angels. That's awesome. Yeah. So Ooh, I'm so excited. Yeah. And uh, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, and I think I like it. I think I like it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so with that, I'll be able to get myself. So Heresy Camp might be more of a reality than I was expecting. All right. Because uh, the whole point was to just get out of debt. I just want to be debt-free. Well, that is important to, you know, not go into copious amounts of debt for, Heresy. you know, little figurines. Yeah, exactly. Uh not saying that we don't occasionally do that. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that was really sweet. So I didn't be able to get up. But then with that, I was like, oh, well, if I want to go to do this, I need to finish my army. And as we know from the last episode, my shame is to finish my Emperor's Children before June now. Yep. Well, so I literally need to buy one more model and my Emperor's or 11 models. And my it's Emperor's good. Children are Done for over 3K. Like painted too? Built. What? Yeah. Jesus Christ. So I see this why we this is why we're gonna talk about painting. Yeah, so I've got two land raiders, a Spartan, three predators, a rhino, a Xiphon, two Venators, 15 Tartaros Terminators, and 20 Marines all got together. That's wicked, man. Yeah, so I've already done base coating on my Terminators, my Marines, my Predators. So, yeah. Okay, so you still have stuff to paint. I thought you were done all that. No, no, I, I, I have still stuff, stuff to paint, and but it won't take me long. The only thing okay. that's slowing me down right now is the fact that I was painting one night late at night, and then I just like passed out, but I woke up, and I didn't clean my airbrush out properly. Ooh. Yeah, bad form, I know. So I got to clean that, and I've been trying to, but it's just not working. So I think I need to invest in a small, like, $40 Sonic cleaner. I could just throw all the airbrush stuff in there. Okay. Yeah, because it's just, like, that. that is what's going to slow me down vastly because, like, 90% of the army is airbrushed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is not going to go well if I can't fucking use an airbrush. I just, like, can imagine – I'm just imagining you, like, just you wake up and you're, like – you're just like sitting in your hobby chair, like passed out. That's exactly like what happened. Compressors, compressors going and everything. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> I I slept. I fell, fell asleep for like two hours. 
That is funny, dude. Yeah. Well, not funny for your airbrush, but not funny for my airbrush. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so I gotta clean that out and then I can get right back on it because uh, I gotta put what. I'm just seeing the last bit of your hobby progress here. I oh. didn't notice it, but continue. I just yeah. kind of lost my mind. Okay, so yeah. continue. <laughs> uh, so I like so I have to clean my airbrush out. So I need a sonic cleaner. I still have like I still have like five more Terminators and like twenty or thirty more Marines unbuilt to put in. Tartarus. Five more Tartarus and thirty more Mark IV Marines still to put in. Okay, we we might have to talk okay. potentially if you don't need them. Okay, I, I I've got a secret. Them. I've got a secret new project that okay. I'm I'm thinking about. I'm not going to announce it here because then okay. it will become reality. But maybe <laughs> you, we can talk yeah. after. So I have five more Tardos that are completely unbuilt, um, and then yeah. So I'm on my way. Like I've base coated the Predators, the Venators, ten Marines, ten Terminators. It won't take me long to get this army good to go. Oh, and I painted my Delegatus for my or my my non terminal armor Praetor. He's all done. Okay. Um, any uh, any update on your the model you're building for uh, for the powerful Jody? He's painting already done. chat. He's already done. I just gotta ship him out. Oh shit! Okay. <clears throat> yeah. I'd really be. You gotta tell me how much it is to ship that model. I will find out. I, sh yeah. I couldn't imagine too much. But. Should you should you should honestly we should put together a little care package for him yeah, of yeah. some Canadian Canadian things. <laughs> some Canadian things. Yeah, and maybe like a picture of John's thighs as well. Because <laughs> who doesn't want to see that? That's right. right. It's a <laughs> Just, it's the, picture of John's we, thighs. We put it like right on top, so it's the first thing <laughs> that he sees when he opens it. Just like surprise. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's 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 just like John like putting cream on his thighs <laughs> and then he just he just sees that like he's maybe like rubbing the model like yeah. very close to the danger zone <laughs> he's like putting he's putting the like the sword up his shorts <laughs> it's like uh, and this is going straight into stripper <laughs> <laughs> uh but so now i gotta also figure out a zone mortalis list so those extra like okay. thirty marines I have, they're gonna be used for ZM mainly, because yeah. the army, the standard army is very um, armor heavy. Yeah, which is different. Well, at least I've I never guess we done don't that. see. But also, just we've never seen like really any emperor's children. Of usually more stuff that I see at least online of emperor's children is a lot more infantry based than yeah, armor. lots of assault marines and things like that. So I have zero assault marines. So um, the last thing I gotta order, I'm just, I'm gonna, I just gotta bite the bullet, especially with the extra cheap shipping right now from Forge World, mm -hmm. is the the ten Phoenix Guard. Yeah. Yeah. You could you could also, I could I'm gonna make an order before the end of the month, so yeah. you could send me the money, and I could just bring them home for you. That's true. Because I haven't gotten any duty on any of the stuff that I've gotten here. Oh okay. And it's cheaper shipping. It is cheaper shipping. Just to, uh, to think about. Just to think about. Okay. So I, I might think about that. So that's something I got to do. Um, I have – so another cool thing is that I was looking through all my extra models, and I had a Severin Loth model. Oh, I think you, you mentioned that before. Yeah, so I'm going to turn him into an Emperor's uh, Children Librarian. That's 
dope. Yeah, it's gonna be super dope. That's a cool idea. Just shave some of the stuff off and Yeah, I already did that. So he's gonna look sexy as F. So I'm gonna paint him up. So um and then I was thinking about because like you because I don't have anything that's making them uh loyalist or traitor is mm-hmm. uh getting a knight errant in the army as well because they get such benefits from killing Oh yeah. Yeah. Which one are you thinking? Um I was thinking about making my own. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Would you use like one of the pre-existing Knight Errant kits, or you just kit bash one? I probably, I think I would kit bash one out of uh, some Grey Knight stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a cool idea. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. I might. Um, I got to look up because I can have like the librarian. I just got to look up what the Knight Errants uh, powers, uh, what uh, schools they can take. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had this idea, which I think would be super dope, which is if you could have hammer-handing Phoenix Terminators. And which one? Which which Plus one is strength. that? No, no, no. Which discipline? I forget. Uh, Demonology, Santic. Mm, I, I don't. No, I don't know. Don't quote me. But yeah, we're not we're not the podcast I, to talk about rules. I know. <laughs> uh, I, I tried it out because I didn't quite know, but uh, it worked really well. Because like suddenly the. Phoenix Terminators are threatening vehicles, like dreadnoughts and stuff. That's in book six, right? Yeah. Okay, well, you keep talking, and I'll, I'll look it up here. Okay. <laughs> um, and then, so the other thing is that I have some stuff coming in the mail, or it'll be here by the time I we posted this, which is I got a bunch of epic. That is epic. epic. <laughs> so I got, like, two armies of epic. Are you serious? Two yeah. armies? Yeah. So like I was going. Oh through... my god. So it's like everything of God. It's like twenty-five rhinos, fifteen uh. land raiders, like fifteen contemptors, a ton of infantry, uh, a warlord. You a dirty warlord. girl. There's a bunch. And like Eric, freaking uh, Iron Wars Eric. He randomly yes. bought some too. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So we were joking about an elaborate plan where, like, we're gonna play a Battlefield Gothic game and then do Planetfall and have an epic game and then yes, then from the epic game play in standard 30k game. And then oh, the 30K dude! Game and then Zomartaz. Oh man, that's so awesome! <laughs> yeah, that is amazing. Oh. You should bring, dude. You should bring that stuff down because you're probably gonna paint it in like a day. Knowing you, you should you should bring that down when uh, when you John and I do our little get together once I come home, because then we and you can bring down your um, video your well the video yes that's another thing you know for because we'll have our dice by then and the gothic that's what I'm talking about so we can do a gothic game so we can just be all over the place in our wonderful we can record it all oh. Um, Everything for you. Oh, I didn't put it in my hobby rest, but I've recorded the first part of the Bot GT video series. Oh, cool. Just the, just the intro. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I got to start getting, fine. I'm going to put some time in the next few weeks because I have the girls a little less mm-hmm. to put a lot of time into getting that done properly. Cool, that's awesome, man. So hopefully within the next, I would say, I'd say by June we would have the series set up to be uploading on time and schedule uh, on YouTube. Awesome. So I'm giving myself a deadline: June for the Bot GT video series on YouTube. For the first one. For the first one. I guess we need to open up a YouTube channel. 
I already, I already got it. Oh, you already got it. Oh, yeah, I already got the names. Dave. Look at you. Yeah, the yeah. Bocce T is that what it's gonna be? Uh, it's gonna, it's gonna be called the Boys of the Golden Throne. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. all right, nice and easy. Sweet. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna be working on. So it's be good. It'll be good. Sweet. I'm I'm just trying to look here in the rules, but I am not seeing it because I'm just doing it quickly on the fly here. So we'll have to. Oh, here we go. Um. Oh, that's Rubio. Rubio can do telekinesis or divination. Yeah. Um, and then let's see the build your own. Uh, as per the Legion of Stardust Crusade oh, Army list book. So, no, I, I I actually forgot a piece of uh, hobby progress oh, I did. What's that? I got for us for our events. Not too sure how we're gonna work it in, but I got some uh, mighty empires or not mighty. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah planetary empires tiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, powerful Scott Storm, our buddy Scott. I just had a brilliant idea. I'll put some aside some of the epic marines, paint them up as all the legions. Oh shit, that's such a good idea, dude. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, and Scott has like a shit ton of them. I think he says he's got like over two hundred. So I was like, okay, I got a set, but let me get home, check it out, and you know, we can uh, we can probably pick up some more of like the more city and hive kind of things from uh, yeah. from Scott. So yeah, I think I want to try to incorporate those at in some sort of way into the. Uh, the Royal Flush, just to give a little extra sousson yeah. to, uh, to you know. So, so yeah, I'll, I'll keep a bunch of the epic Marines out, and I'll we'll paint them up. Yeah, I saw another. Uh, we've got I've got a whole bunch of bits as well from the Gothic stuff that I bought before coming over here, and I've seen people online that use some of the, like the bridge towers and spires from those to oh, make for make like little city compounds and stuff like that. So totally, they look. They look dope, and even just using some of the sprues and stuff like you did for yeah. the Lannacy board. So I really think just having something like that just adds another extra little something, something. Little you know, I think I yeah, flavor flav. I think uh, you know what we did for the uh, the first Lannacy event was really awesome, and I think we can just Grow build on upon that. that. You know, it was it's like okay, this is the first bit, and there's already things that I thought we could do to improve it like having between each peg that we have that represents a player like have a string of like That's red or blue to, to represent so you can really see exactly yeah. or like even the battle lines kind of thing like you know like an old world war one trench line map or yeah. something like that so yeah i'm uh, i'm excited about that Keep so just gonna get better 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 <clears throat> can't wait um, so yeah, I guess uh, I, I really don't have much to talk about on my shame other than, you know, I was going to do some shame work with the transfers on the automata this uh, this weekend. But then as soon as uh, these Ursaracs Racks <laughs> dropped in, I was just like, no, nope, none of this. Got to yeah, focus, these bad focus boys. Like, a la like a laser beam. So, uh, yeah, I'm stoked. So, uh, oh, yeah. and uh, I got to find I've been having some games with Amper's Children as well. Oh, you did? Who have yeah, you played? Yeah. Uh, I played Nico and Gilbert. I've lost both of my games. Okay. But uh, Nico was just like, oh, I'm relishing this. I was like, what? He's just like, 
uh, when you start a new army, I get to have a few games where I win. <laughs> <laughs> was he playing against world leaders? No, I played against his custodes with the Orion. Oh, uh, with the Orion? He's got an Orion? Yeah. When did you get that? Uh, like two weeks ago. Oh, man. Yeah. What, uh, yeah, we, he still hasn't confirmed if he's able to come to the flesh because of work. But I wonder what he's... Uh, He's planning on bringing. He should just bring that in so we can use it as like a sweet ass piece of terrain, it's even if he doesn't huge. play his custodes. It is, is massive. It? Really? Oh yeah, it is huge. Like, and, and it's really good. Like, it was funny because uh, he thought he was going to lose, and then he brought it up for like a one point victory. Okay. Because like <laughs> on my turn one, I killed. What I killed? Um, he had four jet bikes. I killed two of his jet bikes. Yeah, and an entire unit of custodes on my turn one. And what did you? How did you? What did you take down the the entire unit with? Well, uh, the funny the entire unit. Oh, so he didn't really have much starting on the table, but four mm -hmm. venator shots double up custodes. Yeah. Okay, that'll do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was like four venator shots, and like the army all together has like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 14 las cannons yeah okay so yeah just high high strength yeah. ap2 shots yep yeah they'll get her done they'll yeah. do some work yeah well and, if uh, if i'm not rolling the dice it will do some work but yes. yeah exactly. <laughs> um, and then yeah so and then his next turn he deep strike the terminators down and they just got pasted off the table as soon as they landed um, all right so yeah no uh it's a very really shooting army and then my combat is okay but um Sonic Shriekers are hilarious against Custodes because they're not Why fearless. So? Sonic Shriekers lowers your weapon skill by one. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> so my Praetor killed like six Custodes. Hoo hoo hoo. Yeah, yeah. Sexy. Up, charges in, goes at like an issue of six. With What's your, how's your Praetor uh, loaded out? Paragon Blade? Oh, yeah. Sonic Shrieker, Digital Lasers. Oh, yeah, yeah. The whole, the whole, the whole yeah, shebang. He, Iron head. he goes at a super high initiative. Yeah. 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 And yeah. just, just fists people. Yeah. Yeah. Just... <laughs> uh, so all the games went good. Uh, I just got a lot of learning on how to play an armored company a lot more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. I can't wait to see, see them in the flesh, man. It'll be good. It'll be good. I'm hoping to have <laughs> mo at least everything base coded before May. Okay, sweet. So well, that done, will... I'll have a paint. No, that's fine. Yeah. We're you know it's it's a home game. We're not we're not gonna say fully painted only. John wants to have a seven thousand point game when I when really I get home. Excited um, about that. I know. I so and am I. I. Like, Just get... screw you, hippie. I've never played AJ. Oh, we're we. You get priority for sure. <laughs> I'm not saying we're gonna do that seven thousand point game, you know, on the weekend, no. but. Because I'm home, you know, if Ariel's not around, he gets off usually at around like two o'clock. Yeah. So I we can just leave the board up, you know, and just do the game over a couple yeah. nights. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's if he can skip a leg day or two. I, I don't know <laughs> if that's actually like in the cards, but he's you know, just we'll doing see. squats the entire time he's yeah. <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. I'd have to uh, uh. Just <laughs> yeah, just just lifting his falchion every during every turn is 
just doing just lifts with those. Oh my uh, god, we should get him a thigh master that says uh, "Hard for Heresy" on it. <laughs> okay, listeners, if you see one at a garage sale, send it our way. Send a thigh master for John. <laughs> <laughs> He's just doing it at the table. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, if we send that, send a video to that to Ryan. We might never hear from him again. <laughs> All right, sweet. All right, so I guess if that's it, why don't we take a little break here and come back for our main segment of yeah, totally. be a closer. Ooh, <laughs> deep and delicious. <laughs> And welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the hobby life with AJ and Teo. Uh, I did so much that I'm going <laughs> to crack a beer. Crack a beer. Uh, so here's the big boy of the episode, which is um, how to become a closer. How, we're going to talk, me and AJ are going to talk about our personal methods. Um, what's gonna, probably going to happen is um, we'll start with uh, either me or AJ starting off talking about how we do it. And then the other person will tell us. Uh, the other person will tell how they do it, uh, and then we'll go over all like the main key points we do for completing an army. Yeah, I think I think it's a good thing to talk about because you know for the longest time, you know, I think a lot of people go through hobby ADD. Oh you know, yeah, they can't. They start an army and they never finish it. They get super stoked on, you know, buying all this stuff, and then they just are staring at endless gray plastic or just all based models, and they're like, "How am I ever going to get over this?" and it is possible. You just it is need, possible. You just need a little dedication, and uh, and so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into it because it's uh, you know to me it's one of the reasons why I love the 30k hobby so much is that I, I really feel that people in the 30k community, you know, not that other game systems don't enjoy painting or don't have a high hobby because there's a beautiful 40k armies out there amazing you know age of sigmar fantasy um armies out there but i really feel like at least from in our meta and what we see there's way more of that going on in the 30k community and maybe that's because we enforce you know fully painted for closer events and everything's got to be painted but i and i think it's also a product of you know, you're you're spending a lot more money than you're you're oh, doing yeah. on a on a 40k army, and so you're gonna you know you're spending that money. At least it was for me. I'm like, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna invest in 30k, because I was on the fence with 30k for years. You know, listening to the independent characters and doing their black book reviews was really what fully got me in. And Tim and Michael started their podcast then that was then i was screwed but you know i was on the edge for years i'm like this sounds amazing i really like the theme of this but it's it's a little bit too much money and, it's, it's you know a, maybe it's very it took me a while to like i didn't start until calf came out because like there was no other way i could do it exactly but now there are those you know that's i think calf was the the you know the breakwater for so many people oh, like yeah. that really was the box that launched thousands of armies and um and I, you know, it is possible to do it. And and if you're going to spend this money, for me, I was like, you better do this right. So, 
So yeah, let's let's get into it because I think a lot of people struggle on on this. So what? Calling you out, Gilbert. How are we gonna do this? Are we? Oh, shots fired! I made Gilbert. him a bet that I'll have my emperor's children done before his salamanders. Hey, well, it's not about speed, all right? You know, well, it's... it is a bit because I also did all of the base coding for all of his tanks. Okay, he better have a. He, it's got to be done for September. You know, yeah, we're we're, call, we're calling you. Out. It's got to be done for September. Yeah, yeah. No, no coming over to Teo's the night before. Be like, please, I'll suck your dick for some base coats. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, at least for me, this is how usually I start. I think you and I. I think what's interesting about you and I is. That, as you said before, like I'm very methodical in the way that how I approach an army. I before I pull the trigger, I, I really plan out a theme. How am I gonna? You know, what is this list gonna be? You know, it, it, with legions, you can do a million different lists because, of course, every legion has their own kind of specific thing. But really, a legion can do anything. Uh, yeah. If we're talking Space Marines, or for me and my. Um, Mechanicum. When I first started, I knew that I wanted to do um, an order reductor list, and then eventually, out of that grew my my uh, cybernetica list. And you know, now I have more than enough to do any fucking tagmata list I want to do. But <laughs> it, for me, it always starts with you know a theme, like the the theme of this Emperor's Children list that I might do or maybe it might switch to a, a different secret project that i'm thinking it would be a drop list I, just the the aesthetic of that i think is really cool and um you know for me i always like to do something very different like i have an iron hands list that is very troop heavy and lots of armor so uh and it's a very shooty army so you know trying to do something that would be very different. That's why originally I was thinking, oh, oh, doing this drop kind of assault army for Emperor's Children. So for me, there's a lot of there's a lot of bathtub time. I think that's what it comes down <laughs> tub, to with me. Thinking about that tub, tub time. Thinking about that tub time. Taking the back books into the tub. You know, getting getting a candle on, maybe a little Carly Simon. You know, <laughs> I don't know. That's only when I'm thinking about David. But that's right. Um, you know, really putting some some time in reading stories, you know, reading the the heresy novels of really coming up like this is what I want to get out of this list. So that is a big thing for me. And I think it is for you as well. And the Very way that much you so. you've approached your lists. So um, I have a, something to kind of ask you about that. So I know how I from reading the books and things like that will make a, a make an army and like what the concept is. So when you're reading the books, do you want to start an army as an overall? Because um, you like it, them? Or cause I, like, I think, well, for me, it's been, you know, for my Mechanicum, Mechanicum, I think, will always be my, that, that's going to be my main army. I don't think I'll ever get away from not playing Mechanicum. I'm now up to like 7,000 points plus of, Mechanicum stuff, six thousand painted. Oh yeah. Oh god. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> so for me, when I like, I originally had the order reductor in mind because really, what it came down to was that was from reading the rules and first getting into heresy. That was the those were the first rules that really popped out to me of like this is a list I can see myself doing. I'm not the greatest 
list writer in the world. Um, but I was just like, okay, I, for me, it comes down to, I really like these models, you know, they're, whether they're good or not, I know I want to have these selection of models. And then from there, looking at what I could do, I was like, okay, order reductor is, is something, um, for my iron, my iron hands, I was like, I want to do something more tank heavy, you know? And that for me was, I guess, just reading book two, like having, you know, the, the battle at Istvan and doing something in that kind of theme, you know, the, 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 the heresy books are just terrible in some ways because oh, yeah. after I read every single one, I'm like, I want to do that army. But yeah. for, for me, it's like the, the longevity of, of that. It, you know, for me, it takes me a long time to get things done. Like I've been talking about this Emperor's children army for like two years since I <laughs> met you and John and right. And I, I still have stuff squirreled under my bed for it eventually or whatever that project might turn out to be but it's really like what is stuck in my head the longest and if you know as soon as i read scars i was like oh white scar army would be so cool or <laughs> you know uh or like imperial fist but then those kind of go by the wayside a little bit quicker where if for me it's like because i take so long planning things out it's like what has stayed with me and how you know that's really how i approach now with you <laughs> i think that's a little bit different because you're like speedy gonzalez over there so you're i do i can paint quite i can paint fast and i pride myself in uh um a good tabletop quickly like um yeah. i've got one emperor's children marine fully painted mm -hmm. and i timed it out it took me 20 minutes yeah that's fucking did amazing. i show it to <laughs> did i show them to you yet uh no you want to you want to you know whip them out and... i'm gonna whip them out oh okay we'll do i'll do a little elevator music all right this is he's taking a sweet ass time oh here he's back Let's see what's going on this great radio okay so here <laughs> oh wait i gotta switch to my Full screen. Yeah, it's okay. That's a uh, focus. I'm just focusing on your. Okay. It, it's, you know, I think the light is a little bit weird, but that is for a tabletop. That is very, very cool and very crisp. Like how you can do that in 20 minutes. I have no idea. Yeah. And so like, there's like highlighting and there's like some freehand and yeah. So that took me 20 minutes and that, I wanted, that's what I want. I don't want to, I'm not a person to spend like 10 hours on a model. That's just not who I am. Um, yeah. I've tried it a few times and I get a, a good, good quality on it, but I just feel like I've wasted my time overall. Okay. Um, like I'm going to do it. So I have a, oh, that's right. I'm painting Horus for somebody, like a four gold Horus mm -hmm. for somebody. And I'm going to do that. I'm going to put, I'm going to try to put the time into doing him because he's just that's it. That's different though. That's like, you know, that's a centerpiece model. And that's I'll do not that for like if I a line troop or whatever. But yeah. And I've always just never understood like, yeah, your army looks great when your line troops have like five hours into each one. But <sighs> to that's not you. That's not your that's style. That's just not and my style. And that's totally fine, right? Yeah. Everyone has different styles. But um, just going back to your theme though. Yes. That. Like, how how is that? How do you okay, come so up with I, your? Okay, so when I so when I 
So what I'll do is I'll read the books and I'll get interested, just like just the same things you do, and you'll yeah. think it out. But here's the difference: is I, I don't enjoy when I read. I won't enjoy the army for the overhaul, the overall. The only one I have is the scars. Scars yeah. is the only army that I'm like I like you for the overall. What I like are single battles that I found very interesting. Okay. Yep. Um, so very themed on a certain certain, certain battle thing that's happening or, or in, a certain thing yeah. or like uh Yes, Joey. Yeah, I will give you a snack in a few minutes. <laughs> she doesn't want to hear you talking about models. No, she doesn't. <laughs> She's just leering at me. But um so like for when I did my Iron Wars army, uh it was just the fact that I knew I wanted like, I had this image in my head of, like, a breaching army, an army that, like, busts through the walls and that, like, that, like... Yeah. I remember you going into a lot of detail of, like, the first through the gap and... Exactly. Everything and like that. So, with the... Now, with the Emperor's Children Army, the whole concept I'm doing is it's the... It's the spear tip. It's this tip of the spear that's going into the entire battle lines. Just the tip? I'm getting just the tip, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I had to. But. Of course. <laughs> um, and that's what the kind of the concept I'm doing now uh, for yeah. that army. So I like to have a concept, and then I build around that. Right. And then I yeah. build a list tailored to what I need in that army to make it effective. Yeah. I, I guess, like, I am a little bit different, and I more go for, like, the broad stroke. Like, when I chose uh, my Iron Hands, it was definitely... Like, I've wanted to do an Iron Hands army for, like, ever since I got back into 40K, you know, or Warhammer five, six years ago. Um, but it never was, I didn't want to just do a generic, um, like, for me, I'm always about upgrade kits. I want, I want things to look as Legion-specific as possible. And when I was still playing 40K, you know, that, the old upgrade kits at the time, they just weren't... They were too old. I, I just didn't like them. I, I love the idea of the flesh is weak and everything like that. But I want, if I'm going to go out on like a legion, I want it to be very legion specific. So yeah. once once the calf box dropped, I was just like, this is super cheap. I can now use this money to get, you know, the extra money I would have paid to get all these different upgrade sprues. So like for all of my line troops every single one of them is in forge world heads torsos and um shoulder pads every single one of them like i went whole hog on them and that, that's something that i really you know look to do and um you know coming up again it goes back to the theme like how do i want to approach putting this all together um so you know i think you're like you said you can you can do it different approaches like you can talk specifically about a story that you had, or you can look at the rules and say, I want to do something like what I'm talking about, like with a drop army yeah. or, or, you know, something very from more of a rules point of view or a game play style. Um, or you can, you know, just, I want to catch them all like the way that I'm doing my, uh, my, uh, mechanicum. Like I eventually just want to have literally every single bloody model that Fortress World puts out for them. So, yeah. um, you know, I don't think that's a good way to approach it. Maybe when you're first starting, because <laughs> no. you, you can get, you know, just buried under 
way too much too quickly. But I think, you know, I don't think there's a bad way of approaching a theme, but I think it's very central to getting your ideas together and figuring out, okay, this is kind of, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to gear my purchases and kind of build from there. So the next step for me is then I go back in the tub, but this time I bring my laptop (laughs) and I, I do a lot of research on how I'm going to approach painting. Um, you know, I think we live in a golden age right now with YouTube and you can basically search how to paint X or Y. You can figure out how to paint power weapons, you you know, everywhere out there, anything you want to do with painting is pretty much on YouTube for any Legion for any effects that you want to do. And, uh, I just spend, you know, countless hours trying to figure out what my approach is in, in terms of painting. And one way, you know, I might not be the best example <laughs> or it might not show, but I always try to think about, okay, what's the easiest way that I can do line troops? Like, I don't want to choose something that, like you said, I'm spending, you know, five hours per infantry model. I might end up doing that in the long run just because I'm a slow ass painter, but, you know, trying to figure out, Generally, because you're never going to really know until you actually sit down and start painting. But at least this is the kind of look that I want. And these are some potential steps of how I can get to that point. Um, sorry, you're you're mm-hmm. looking like. Uh, so that's that's kind of one of the first things that I do is is start figuring that out, figuring out, you know, an approach, looking at white dwarfs um, even talking to other, you know, other friends that maybe have the same legion. Like I'm thinking about um, Kalis and Ezra, right? At mm. uh, at the last Gippers event, I think they at the end of the round they had gotten to like what turn two yeah. because they were just bullshitting about painting. Um, that was Phil Death and Kalis. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, didn't I say Kalis and Phil? Isn't you that said what I said? Ezra. Oh, yeah. Hello. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, so, yeah, they got to round two because they're just talking about how to paint Death Guard. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with podcasts, everything like that, like uh, Age of Darkness and Miles does uh, amazing segments every single week of how to do paint like this Legion or how to do, you know, there's tons of different ways to find out ways of painting. So that's at least how I you know, do that next step. I don't, Teo, what about you? Do you do any research? So when you I go to paint, running? no, so <laughs> when I go to paint, I choose a technique. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't care. Or like, so I just find a painting technique that I want to try. Mm-hmm. And then I choose a color scheme that I think would work really well with it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so none of my armies look the same. No, they're yeah. Your white scars to your iron warriors were very, very different. Very and different, I, and that was just until me. I see the emperor's children. I'm sure that that's very different as well. It is. So the whole so when I'm paint an army, I don't like I want a theme, but I'm not looking at it like I'm not you looking at other people's YouTube videos and this is how you paint X and Y. I want to learn a new technique, and the best way to learn a technique is by honestly painting an army of it. Yeah, because you get practice, repetition. You get to use different size models different textures of models things like that yep i do something similar as well for every new 
project, whether, you know, it was when I first, this was even before I got into heresy, when I started doing 40K armies, every single new project, I would say, and this is more, I think, for people that have done, you know, you and I have painted so many separate armies that we, this is something that we can approach. But, you know, I always, I'm like, okay, I want to try it. This next army I'm going to do is going to be all with the airbrush. Or I remember when I did my Eldar, I was going to do, um, you know, all uh, transfers on everything, which is something I've never done. So I always try to do something that I've never done before with every new project. But I think that's more, maybe that's more of a, like an advanced, a more advanced thing once you actually have done a fully painted army. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've, how many armies have you painted now? Do you, do you even know? <laughs> Not too many. Yeah. Too many. Um, and so, yeah, like, I definitely like to learn into new technique. And, like, you're doing the same, but it feels like you're adding to your overall feel. Because, like, all of your armies look similar just with new techniques used to make them look crisper or better or... Yes, I'm I'm very, I'm very much a clean painter. I'm, like, I my stuff kind of looks fresh off the assembly line yeah. kind of thing. But, and... but that's just... Yeah, that's just kind of me. Except for my Nurgle, those are very dirty. They're very dirty, and they will be—they will be coming back soon, as soon as yeah, book. That's right. Book eight drops. Um. So yeah. So that's two very different ways of like they're similar in a sense, but very different in a sense. Like I'm not looking to add to my style with new techniques. I'm learning to new learn a new whole style and a new technique for every army mm -hmm. I do. So another thing just with theme that I should maybe, it kind of goes to theme and research, um, is that I am, as you know, I'm a big proponent of uh, resin bases, mostly because I'm kind of just lazy and I don't like building bases. And I really <laughs> love, I just think bases to me are so important to a model. Like, oh, they add so much to it. Like with your white scar army and that long grass and the jet bikes going through it and how you pushed everything aside so it looks like they're flowing through. Like, you know, if you just put that on a plain base, it'd just be like, yeah, okay, that's a, a good, you know, that's a nice model. You put it on a base like that and it's like, wow, that just makes it pop. It looks like so a diorama at that point. Totally. So that's another big thing for me is I always am just like burrowing deep on you know, Dragon Forge or Secret Weapon Miniature or, you know, all these different hobby, um, all these different resin casters to, you know, figure out some wicked bases to put it on. And, you know, whether or not you have the coin to spend on that or you just do your own. But I think uh, figuring out how you're going to base a model is very important. For me, it's almost just as important of how you're going to paint the model itself. Yeah. Um, so then for me, I do it, you know, I've done all this research. What do I do next? I, I do a test model. And I think a lot of people, and I used to be one of these people, of being very afraid of doing a test model. Yeah, like it's almost being, like you're wasting a model. Totally. But you can just strip a model or you can respray it and start over again. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I've... I think for the longest time I was against that because it takes me a long time to paint. So I'd always be like, okay, I finished this guy. I can't, I can't like not use this, you know? So, but I think it's really important. It's more, it's what I do more and more now. If I'm 
actually thinking, okay, I'm going to do these guys a little bit differently. And sometimes you need to spray or you need to strip it and start over again because this thing, you know, just didn't turn out the way you want. But sometimes it's, you know, don't, I try to approach it as like, almost don't think about it as a test model. And, you know, whether you want to eat. And for me, it's, it's always like, as long as it comes out and it, it makes me feel good, you know, or it, if you're happy with it, yeah, if you're happy with it, then great, move on. Or maybe it's taking you way longer than you want a single line infantry to, you know, to take you then, okay, maybe you just need to sit back and how can I speed this up? Or is there any steps that I can drop? Because at least for me, if I sit back and I do one miniature, it's, uh, it's, it's almost like I spend more time. That's how I do HQs is I do one at a time where the rest of my line infantry, I do assembly line, which we'll get into that more, but I can kind of get tied up a little bit more doing a single model. So this is what's happened with me on my, uh, when I first did my iron hands is like I did a test model and I spent like way too much time on it. And you can, you can actually, if you, he's still in the army, like, cause I, I didn't re I didn't strip it. Um, I didn't start over again, but you can, if you're scanning like all of my troops, he's like very, a little bit more detailed than everyone else. So he kind of <laughs> stands out a little bit, but I think it's really important just to, you know, sit back. Okay. How can I improve on this? Or, you know, is there something different that I can I can do to approach it? I, I'm not too sure. Do you do you do test models? Yeah, you, I, uh... I do do a test model. So what I'll do when I do a test model is I'll have the overall technique I want to use, and I'll use all of my efforts into making so that technique is the focus point of the whole model. Okay. So and then when I so I'll do a test model, and this is the thing I do with the test model is I time myself. Really? Okay. Yeah. So um from so after priming because I never count priming into painting a model. No, no, you shouldn't. So then I'll, as soon as I go to base coats, I'll start my timer and I'll find out how long it's taking. So then I'll have, I have certain milestones, uh, 10 minutes. I'll stop the clock. I'll look at the model, see how I feel about 10 minute mark. Really? Okay. Wow. If I can't do that, then I'll, uh, if I'm not happy with the result, I'll start the clock from the 10 minutes, keep painting more. I'll stop it at Mm -hmm. 15 minutes. Be like, how do I feel about this model now? Oh, well, okay. I don't, if I'm not again, and I'll go all the way up to 30 minutes. If I'm not happy with the model at 30 minutes, I'll scrap it and start from back to base again. Cause I do not want okay. an infantry model to let be more than 30 minutes of painting. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Yeah. You can, you can spend more on an HQ, but that, and that's what I mean. Like I can get lost in just painting one yeah. at a time. Right. And so it's literally doing that timer is super helpful for me because then I can actually time out painting the whole army. Right. So say, okay, this infantry took me 20 minutes. Okay. So then I'll do, do some math essentially. Like, so if this, this one tactical Marine took me 20 minutes, I have a 10 man squad. Then I'll do 20 times a hundred minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Then that, I know that, oh, that many minutes is what will take me to paint the entire tactical squad. And I think this is interesting because now that you've gotten into, like, I don't know if you did this before you started doing commissioning, but I think this is paying off really well for you now that you're doing more commission painting. Yeah. Because you can actually I can time, time out and figure out, okay, how much time is this going to put in? And I'm sure that factors into, you know, how you base your prices for... Yes, it does. You know. And the other thing is that... Uh, 
when you've been able to like so how i time my models out um hq is always a separate thing i don't time myself on that yeah because that's something you can kind of do independently but it's special it's special and so like yeah same with tanks i'll start it from the base from from primed 10 minutes 15 minutes 20 minutes up to 30 minutes Mm -hmm. Uh, and i'll go from there especially with airbrushing as a technique now like yeah because you you can just get those coats on super quickly there's no like brush over brush over brush over brush over yeah uh so i'll always time this out so if you're hand brushing everything give yourself a little bit more time because that will add time of course yeah for Um, sure uh, and then from and there, if you're not, yeah. sign up for a CK Studio class. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and so with the timing, it allows you to do it overall. So I'm a busy guy. Like we do the podcast. I am also a uh, full-time parent. Um, I also still work a full-time job. I still practice playing music. I, I have a lot of hobbies outside of gaming. Um, like I'm going to start playing paintball again. Are you? Sweet. Yeah. Right. I've been really needing to play sports again. But... I need to allocate my time accordingly. Yes. So you can't get lost in a model for I can't, an hour. I don't have the time to get lost in the model. But so yeah. say I'm like, okay, well, the kids are going to their friend's house to play for two hours. I know I have that two hours. Now I can go over my model collection and be like, what can I get in that two hours? Done. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's not like the whole model. So some days, like, so when I'm doing a painting, sometimes I will choose one thing. Um, and so this comes with like the test one model. task, yeah, kind of to do, right? And yeah. not even like so. This comes from down from the test model as well. So after I do a test model, I'll do a test squad. Okay. So now that I know what how I want the single models to look like, I need to time myself and how long it takes to get a squad done. Wow, you see, you are pretty methodical. <laughs> it's, it's 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 a different kind of methodical. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then I'll do a test squad. So I'll take the whole squad because when you're painting the same color 10 times, it's actually less time than one model, you would think. Yeah. Because you're not finishing that. You're like, so when I'll paint, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to paint the pistol holster. So I'll get my brown and I'll have enough brown for bump, 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 bump. And I'll time how long it took me to get the browns on those 10 models. Stop the clock, yeah. write okay. it down or type it down, and then go to the next thing. So then. I try to break it down to 10 man squads. Okay. Uh, so then I'll break it down. So like, and it's, it, it, it comes to less time than you would think. So yes, let's say if I painted, so the Emperor's children took me 20 minutes. Well, it's not going to take me whatever, how many minutes that would be to do a 10 man squad. It's two, uh, 200 minutes, 200 minutes. So what's like three hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's still no uh, three and a half hours. Um, math, no, it's way more than that. It's like uh, two hundred divided by hour, sixty. Four hours. Three is, and a half hours. Uh, is it okay? Th- yeah, math three, is hard. Yeah, so, we didn't come here for a math test, no. all right? So three, so three and a half hours for a ten man squad. But as soon as you start now breaking that down to the test squad, you'll be able to take that time down again. Dude, I would, I would be so ecstatic if i could do a 10 man squad in three and a half hours you have no idea oh i i understand that like and that that is definitely like my technique is like that um and the one of the biggest thing about painting an army and getting it done understanding what's enough absolutely this was something that i 
got hung up on for the longest time before I actually finished a fully painted army is I would be painting and I would make some small mistake that to me, holding the model up here close to my face and I'm painting, you know, to me, that's like a big mistake. But you, especially for, you know, people that are just trying to get tabletop, you, I, you, I always have to repeat myself and I try to get above tabletop. But when I first started out, this is going to be looked at from like three feet away at all times. So make it, you know, don't get hung up on the little things. You can always go back and, and fix things. This is what I would say to myself, but just get the base coats on and then, you know, just do it in, we'll talk more about assembly, but just like, just keep going and don't make like a small mistake and then just get hung up on it. Just, you know, keep on pushing through. That's one of the things that I would do at least. Um, but, um, yeah, do you have any more on test models, or should we... No, so I just do... If you're doing a test model, I recommend timing it um, and recording the time because that will help you in the long run for everything. And, and don't just do a test model on a single Marine. Have a test model for all the different sizes. So have a test model for your Terminator. Have a test model for your tank. Because yep. every, every different size model is going to take you a different amount of time. I guess it, it, that's also depending on how I think you're that's uh, that you don't need to do that. It depends no. on your approach, right? Like if you're, you know, some people might want to spend that time because they're trying to get they want, you know, a very high level. Yes, but this is us. Done. how do you become a closer? I not how to have a pretty army. OK, Um so I think the next thing that we can talk about are goals and setting a goal. I think this is really important. This is one of the first things, that, the first um, army that I got completed um, was um, an elder army. And basically what I did is I signed up for the independent characters um, hobby challenge, which was you make a list and you can change that list over the course of, I think it was over eight months or something like that. And every month you set yourself a monthly goal and that could be as big or as large as you wanted. But, um, that really helped me, you know, I got to get this, you know, I have to get this squad and this tank done by the end of the month. And, you know, it, it, for me, it was just like having that goal in the back of your mind, um, whether that goal you set up is, you know, uh, a weekly goal, a bi-weekly, a monthly goal, um, whether, you know, I think especially for new people um, that are trying to get their first army done, it's coming up with a list, you yes. know, making a 2000 point, a, a two, I think 2500 point is probably a good number to work with, but make up that list and try your darndest to actually stick to that, you know, you, and because we all have hobby HDD and, you know, it's, it's setting that, that goal and whether you build on that later, that's fine. But making sure that that has got a core set of troops in it, you know, obviously you got to get a, an HQ, like having some things like a dreadnought, like things that are going to be a core in almost any list that you do, I think is really important. And coming with that up, locking it into like, you know, battle scribe or what you should be using is quartermaster, lock that in, call it like the paint list or, or what have you. Um, and 
just getting that done. I think it's, you know, stay on target, stay on target, stay on target. Um, yeah, having and, a set list is super important. And that's, yeah. that comes back to uh, developing a theme. And, absolutely. Because uh, when you're starting developing a theme, you know what you want to have in that army. You know what the yeah. models are essentially going to be at that point. Or so, or a good idea of what they are. Yeah, and then so you start building a list. So, so you have your, your tub time. I call mine mm-hmm. my stinker tinker time. <laughs> which is yeah. uh, if i'm on the toilet i'll just take my phone out and go on and start making lists on my phone yeah uh which, or 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 talking to me and telling me or but i'm probably pooping at the same time yeah yes yeah yeah uh and deep, so deep thoughts with teo deep... <laughs> <laughs> yeah and people wonder where our podcast name came from <laughs> Just listen to Radio Free Istvan and our call-in from Las Vegas. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and yes, finding a list and sticking to it. So I've got some friends that are like getting into the hobby, and I was like, yeah, we'll make you a 2,500-point list yeah. and build and paint up to that. What happens if I don't like it? I was like, it doesn't matter if you don't like it now. You can add more to it later. But having exactly. that core army painted allows you to adapt and change from there. Yeah, absolutely. Like, And, and that's why making sure that you have some core like what we call core elements like troops you know yeah uh you know you don't want that list to be is tons of stuff that doesn't equal like you you paint 2500 points or 2000 points but you can't actually play a game with it like that doesn't make sense you no. want you want to walk out with something that's at least playable it might not be the the best army in the world or best list in the world but as long as i think that it's got those core elements and it's models that you really like to paint because or that you really like because you're going to be potentially looking at those models for a while. And, you know, it, you don't want it to be something that, oh, I actually don't love this model. I think if anyone's painting an army like this, they're going to love every model. But it it's important to think about. Um, I think another thing like and I, I as I mentioned before, with the independent characters, they don't run theirs anymore. But the Age of Darkness podcast, our fellow Canadian brethren over on the East Coast, um, they do uh, a biweekly challenge where you write into them and you say, "Hey, I'm going to get this this done by the next uh, recording of the show." And basically, you uh, you you make that goal, or you go in the box of shame. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, you know, having something like that, that that's a, a motivating tool is, is really good for me. It, it worked really well with the independent characters one, you know, there'd be times where it would be like, okay, I'm, I'm steadily painting throughout the week and I, I get that goal, no problem. And then there would be other times where I just like, oh crap, it's like the last weekend and I, I just got to get this done because it's, a, you know, it's a goal that you set for yourself and you don't want to. You don't want to let yourself down, I, or at least for me, it was it was a really good motivation. But I, I think the ultimate um, goal out there is working for an event. Buy a yeah. ticket to an event, and there's no better way to light a fire under your ass than I have to get this done by this date. And um, and don't be scared of events. Uh, you know, events are the. If I hadn't have gone to an event, I would have never met you. That's right. And we would we would never be recording this. And and I, if I was that person where I was really like, oh, I don't know if I want to go to events. Like the best way, you know, playing with your buddies in your basement is great, but it gets repetitive. And it does. like, you know, we have 
by me going to Kippers three years ago, I have met so many people. My gaming group has expanded so much. We've got like a chat that goes in like almost 24 hours a day. It yeah. seems that I can never stay on top of, but you know, it's, That's a, it's and, a great, yeah. I was going to say the chat is annoying, but that means it's a healthy environment. It means it's a healthy absolutely. hobby. Absolutely. There's a lot of shit talking on there and shit talking is good for the environment. And I'm not <laughs> just talking about Teo posting when he's pooping, but, <laughs> um, you know, it's, uh, I, I think it, there's no better goal out there than I've got this, this event's coming Buy tickets, to the, the, uh, the Royal flush coming September, you know, um, I'm going to buy a ticket for this event. It's fully painted is for closers and I need to have this done. Yeah. So it's got to happen. And when you buy um, a ticket, that's like a financial investment that you know, you're not getting back unless you yeah. get it painted. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I can't recommend that approach better. And, you know, you don't need to buy an event, but like, I think buy a ticket to an event. But if you, if you set a goal and, and, you know, write it down, put it in, make a, you know, pull up a note on your computer and say, okay, it's, it's uh, April. I'm going to, I'm going to get this first squad done. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. And I don't think you should try to set lofty goals, especially in your, your first army that you're painting, but trying to get like one unit done a month. You know, yeah. that's it. I'm a terrible a example great... for that. I will paint an entire you. You painted an entire squad of Terminators in the hotel room at Las Vegas Open. <laughs> and I I wanted to go over there and smack you because poor <laughs> Chud is sitting in the corner just desperately trying to paint his towel. And you're just like, yeah, I just painted like a whole squad. And when he when he, the look on his face I, was just like, you son of a bitch. Like, Get over here and paint my shit. I was painting his shit. I know. I know. But I think just, you know, him seeing you do it that quickly is yeah. just like, wow. But it's, you know, that too is inspiring. It's like it, it takes you've been able to get to that point because you've put how many years consistently into this hobby? Yeah. Like it, it, it's not something that happens overnight. And, you know, some people will never get there. I don't think I'll ever get to the point of being able to paint a model in 20 minutes. That's just not how I work, but you know, it takes time and it set these goals and, and you will eventually get there. You just have to have a little bit of willpower and uh, consistency and, yes you'll you'll get there so okay now that we've got goals we've got a way that we're going to approach our our painting how do you go about it do okay. you do assembly line or do you do model by model so i do assembly line but my so there's so when i started painting i would do a squad at a time that's a great way to approach it that is a great starting way to approach it it is not the technique i use anymore really okay let's 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 start with Assembly line, because I, I feel like maybe your okay. other one is going to be ad advanced. So It is advanced. Okay, so I'll start with assembly what, line. What, so What do we mean by assembly line? Okay, so when I do assembly line, uh, I will choose a color, a single color, yes. and yes. I'll paint that color on all of the models in that assembly line. Now, yep. when you're painting the model, you shouldn't worry, because by the time you finish the 10th model, the first model will be dry. Yes. So you suddenly go, or or very dry in my in my yeah. case. <laughs> um, and here's a great thing: is this is also a really good time to learn how to time yourself. 
Yeah, that's true. How long does it take me to get this one color on this model? Yeah. And and seeing yeah. that time will allow yourself to give that you that mental note to improve that timing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, for yeah, sure. So you'll do the one color, you'll stop. And I think it. It, it, it would also be like your first one is going to take anytime you're starting off with something, a new model that you're painting for the first time, that first model putting base coats down is going to take you way longer than the 10th model that you're Oh, completely. You're yeah, and you'll get – just having the repetition will speed you up and speed you up and speed you up. So, yeah, I'll choose a yeah. color, paint it all, choose the next color, paint it all, choose the next color. So then I'll get to all my base coats done of all my base colors Yeah, for my – and I'll time it for each one of them. And then I will do highlighting. And now here's something okay. that I do a little different is I don't do so – like, so you do like edge highlighting. I wouldn't do assembly line edge highlighting the whole model. I would do edge highlighting assembly the leg. Yeah, okay. The next right. leg. The arm. The other do arm. Do you add in those those sounds when you're done too? <laughs> and the reason I do that is because, like you just said, that first model is going to look worse than the 10th model. Yeah, but okay. Imagine if you did that as the whole model. Meaning yeah. that overall one model is just going to look way worse than the overall 10th model. That's true. But if you yeah, do one way part, about it. then each part will be successfully get better and better and better, meaning all the models will actually match more overall. And so you do your, your I guess it depends on your technique and what you're looking for, but Completely. You, usually, you usually do your, your highlighting, your edge highlighting or highlighting before your shading. Yeah, so I will do. So okay. what I like to do is I like to highlight up to the top top point and then shade mm-hmm. down. And what that does is I find it gives you a smoother transition. Yeah, it gives you more of a lighting source as well. Exactly. Um, and then having the light in the same position while you're painting is a huge is really important. Like you mean your actual like desk lamp or yeah. or what have that you has on your to be table? In the same position every time you paint. Because the problem is what happens is that if it's getting moved around and taken around, where you're painting your highlights is going to change. Yeah, I think that also depends on your technique that you're Oh, completely. You're if you're just getting you... base coats and basic shading, yes. Yeah. But say if you're yeah. pointing point of light highlighting or even a zenithal highlight, it's going to change drastically. Absolutely. Yes, for sure. And so, yeah, um, doing the single color and then going and then doing single areas. Um I find is more so like doing all your bolt guns all in one round. Or yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then with the shading as well. So some colors take different shading, uh, darker pigments or lighter pigments or a blue pigment, yeah. things like that. And yeah. I do the same thing. So say, okay, I've done my, got my model. Now I want to start my shading. I'll just shade all my metallics with yes. a null and oil. Yeah. Uh, and then finish that and then go to the next one. So, and especially with shades, when you start that first one, by the time you get to the tent, that first one is is should be probably dry. Oh, completely. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, that'll be that's how you get that keep that as a, a um, as consistent and as effective and speedy as possible. Um, and I think the the great thing about assembly line is that if you are approaching model by model, you get a model done and that's great you know you feel good about it but then you can also feel like god damn it i have to do like 20 more of these guys right when you and you with assembly line like yes you can get hung up on doing oh i'm doing this like i'm highlighting this book again you know for the the 10th time uh but when you finish that 
your suddenly you, your whole squad's done and that feels awesome it is like yes plan. you're gonna have to do it again but i think also choosing your number is really good like 10 is really good i recently before lvo did 25 thralls and i wanted to kill myself by yeah. the end of it you know that that was going a little bit too hard but i also that was a goal that i needed to do i had the goal i had the event of lvo i need to get this done and knowing the way that I paint, that was the only way to do it. I don't recommend that to people, but it is an amazing way to do it because suddenly you do that last step and boom, you've just got a fully painted squad. Yeah. And instead of, oh, I finished this one guy, I got nine more to go. It's, uh, it's definitely, for me, it's the only way to go. Now, obviously, you're not going to approach uh, you know, characters that way. I think mm -hmm. characters, at least for me, you know, those are definitely, okay, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to spend more time than I'm going to on a regular line troop. And I think it's also a really good way of breaking up that original list or goal list that you put together. You know, you crank out a squad of 10 guys. Okay, now I get to treat myself and do Yeah, this, using a this reward system is super important. Yes. Like, I painted these tactical screens I know I need to use. I yeah. need to have my list, but now I get to paint, yeah, like a Dreadnought or an yeah. HQ. You get to put that that fun effort in. And and sometimes you can reward yourself by not painting something in the same army. Yeah, switching it up is super important. Yeah. I think, you know, if I think that's more like we're trying to stick here to like getting your first army done. I, but for me, that's really important. Like by the time I get home from Germany, I don't want to paint any more Mechanicum for a little bit. I'm, in, I'm definitely ready to switch to cranking out some more iron hands, but that's because I've been, I'm just doing the same, you know, I, yes, my Mechanicum look a little bit different, but whether I'm doing Thalax or I'm doing thralls or, you know, vehicles, but really it's red, gold, and silver. That's a lot of what I'm painting just over and over and over again. So, you know, I'm ready for some new colors and I think that, you know, it's the palette cleanser. Um, or I might start, throwing in and working in some of my Nurgle demons again because I'm getting prepared for, uh, oh, excuse me, that craft beer is uh, <laughs> coming up. Um, getting ready for uh, book eight and uh, the demon list dropping. So I think that is really good to, to occasionally do. Um, but first try to get the 2,500 points yeah. locked um, in. What I, what I do personally is I just have a lot of random models. So what I'll do is I'll like go to like a, a game store and they'll just have like bargain bins. I'll kind of just look through that and just find a model like oh that looks kind of cool and I'll buy it. And yeah. it could just be like a small like D and D figure or something like that. But so so if, say if I find I'm burning out a painting purple, I will paint that new model with the most ridiculous new colors, just to take my mind off of that. Just Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat oh, kind yeah. of just, model? Just, just and like using different techniques and stuff like that. Or so say yeah. if you're painting, so say if you have a group of buddies, they're all trying to get 2,500 points, and you've already got your techniques down, and you're having a painting night, and you're sitting there, oh, man, I am burning out. Be like, hey, can I help you paint some of yours? Yeah, can I can I do some base coats for you? or Just or to get that palette cleanser, just to get totally. your mind off of painting that one color over and over and over again. And then they'll probably do the same for you. And ultimately, you guys are just helping each other have fully painted armies. Or you could paint an NPC and bring it to the Royal Flesh event. That's right. That would painted. be very that could great. be cool too. You know, um, we 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 won't say no to that. <laughs> no, uh, and so that's so when you were talking because so we're talking about kind of like goals now, like giving yourself the rewards. So when I set goals, I set three types of goals. 
I don't okay. know if you do as well. Um, you know, lately I have been, I would say the past, this past year after last year, like last year I I did hardly any personal hobby except for really going to the CK studio class and doing that, um, Emperor's Children Dreadnought. So this year I was just like, and other than that, it was all terrain. So this year I was kind of like, well, one, what can I bring to Germany? And two, I'm just going to do whatever I feel like doing because I, you know, I've got now like almost 6,000 points painted. So to me, I don't really need to finish certain things at this point of where I am. But that's soon going to change. Once I get home, I'm going to really try to crank out a lot of my Iron Hands vehicles so that I can potentially bring that to the Royal Flush. So and then if I started a new project, it would be completely different. And then I would really start setting goals for myself. But um, how do you approach it? So when I approach my goals, I don't give myself time limits. I give okay. myself model limits. So um, here's my goal. So I want to say I will not paint said color until all of my base coats are done. So this goes back to the assembly lining thing. So some people oh, so do you're, you're doing project wide. I do project wide. Yeah. Wow. Asshole, that's after I go. like, that's the, I'm thinking my thralls are bad. That's like, Whew, I don't know if I have it in it for to do it that, does, but I'm takes, much slower than you. It takes quite <laughs> a bit of discipline, and that timing technique I was talking about helps a lot with that. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Um, because like, here's the thing: is if we start timing yourself, you can use a reward system in your own head. So if you're any kind of a competitive person, you can be like, "Oh, I need to beat that time. Oh, I need to beat that time." It's like uh, chasing your ghost in Mario Kart. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's exactly what it is. So yeah, so I'll I'll do base coating army wide. So I won't paint anything extra until yeah. I've base coated the whole army. Okay. Um, this is a technique I use. I do not recommend it at all, unless you're a very disciplined or patient person. Slash psycho. Yes. Slash psycho. <laughs> um, if you're just getting your first army done, I recommend doing. Buying a squad, finishing a squad, buying a squad, finishing a squad, buying a squad, finishing a squad. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, because you can get that is also a good tip is if you are trying to actually do like finish a goal, don't have like another three squads of, of base coding, not prime model sitting on your desk. When I'm working on something, I want nothing else on my desk than just that squad. Because you can get it for me, it's like just having it in my visual out range. of sight, out of mind. Over, yeah, out of sight, out of mind. If I see that shit, I'm just like, oh man. Especially if I'm getting hung up on doing a certain stage of of a squad, I'm like, oh man, I got to do this again for a whole other squad. Yeah. Like that can get stuck in my head at least in the middle of a project. Where if I finish it, and then I'm just like, okay, now. Yes, I got to do that squad, but man, look at this finished squad. This is awesome. I can't wait to do that to this next thing and get these guys on the table. Yeah. Uh, I think for for me, an, another, like this is kind of an additional thing on top of assembly line. Like for me, assembly line is just the way to go. I, I don't think anyone should really approach painting any other way than doing assembly line with squads. Uh, maybe not tank squadrons and stuff like that. But uh, for me, like a big thing for painting, I think one of the like hobbying and painting is 
the biggest thing that I get out of this hobby. I, I do like the gaming, but for me, I'm like, first and foremost, a hobbyist. And I find painting very therapeutic. Like there's something about getting into the zone. You know, we were talking about this on the last episode. Like for me, I get into these rhythms and I, you know, I just got to stay on top of that and I, I get tons done and then, okay, maybe like usually in the summer, I start heading out into the mountains more. I'm going camping. My, my hobby teeters a bit, but trying to run on that, you know, momentum is really good for me. One thing that helps me a lot with that is doing like an hour a night. Like, and, and maybe not everyone can do this and maybe you don't do it every single night, but if you can sit down and get, you know, one, you do one hour, you come home before you have dinner, before you go do some chores or, you know, after you get back from the gym or, or, or what have you sit down and just try to get an hour in or even a half an hour in. If you can, the amount of time that my, my girl has come by my painting desk and just looked at me as I'm staring at models, not painting, just like these things aren't going to paint themselves. Like she'd be like, what are you doing? I'm, like, I'm thinking about what I have to do next. Leave me alone. <laughs> but you need to like, even if you can get, you can pick up the paintbrush and put half an hour in on your models. Eventually those half an hours will add, they, up, they and add up and things will get done. So yes, if you just look at it like, Oh, I've only got a half an hour and I've only done this. Yes. But if you times that over the course of a month, you're going to get a lot of stuff done. Yeah. And that's where coming back to why I started doing the timing because now yeah. I'm like, I have an hour. Yes. I can look at my reference and be like, this is what I can get done in an hour. Yes. See, for me in the past six months, I've had all the time in the world. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not too worried about how much I can get done. Um, but yeah, if you're, if you're a busy pe person, if you've got kids, if you've got lots of commitments, you know, try, I think it's, it's all about just trying to chisel out some time and actually sitting down and picking up the paintbrush. If you, I think also, um, if you're lucky enough, like I am, like you're now able to do is have like a designated workspace that you can keep models out or, you know, people chirp it. But before I had a designated workspace, I got one of those GW paint trays, the like the hobby station that, you know, I could just have what I need. I've got a couple paints on that thing. I've got my my trusty GW water pots that also people chirp, but they're amazing. Uh, have everything on there and you can just pick that up. I used to put it in a cupboard so I can easily just grab that, pull it out, and I've got everything yeah. to go. Resetting right there. up is going to kill your time because that's going to take away your time. Absolutely. Um, and you know, some thing. people can't get away from that, but if, you know, if that's the. If, if it's like that, then even getting like a little tray, like a, a serving tray or something, and you have a spot where you can store that, sheet. just a cookie sheet. Yeah, it can be something super simple like that. But having a, a spot you can store it and just having what you need to get that task. You don't have to have everything on there that you need to do, like the entire squad that you're working on. Just like, okay, I'm at this step. I need these three paints to do yeah. my base colors. That's have that on say. there. Only have the paints yeah. you need out, out. Because it also keeps you on track and you don't get yeah. sidetracked. Like, ooh, I really want to use that color. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping my, my desk as clean as possible in terms of trying to stay on target, stay on target, stay on target. Like, if I'm done building, I put all my hobby tools away. Like, if 
right now I only have the only paint that I have on my desk is my edge highlighting, which I have to do my, to my Ursarax. So I, you know, occasionally it gets a little crazy and I have to be like, okay, well, I got to put some stuff away, but I find that's also part of, you know, keeping the stuff out of sight, out of mind, you know, just have what you need to get the job done on your painting table. That really helps out a lot for me. Um, I, I don't know if this helps you, but I will put the bulk of it away, but I like having the completed models out. Like a sample model or all of the completed models? And every time I've completed something, I like to have it out so I can look over it and be like, I finished that, I finished that, I finished that. It's like having a, a task list. Yeah. You know I, you've I, ticked off everything you need to do. And so, oh, I need to add to this. So I need to go grab something more and add to it and grab something more and add to it. I can't display my models at home. I, I hope that this will change once I eventually get my new place, which might happen in the next year or so. Um, but here, I'm allowed to do this because yeah. no one is here to tell me to put my stuff away. So I've actually got this wardrobe at the end of my bed that has all my clothes in it. I don't have a lot of stuff here. So I've got a full open shelf, which I have my entire army displayed on. And same thing, I walk by and I'm just like, oh man, there's fucking 5,000 points of Mechanicum and I've painted every last piece of that and it looks awesome. And you know what? It's going to be awesome when I get this next squad on there and just build upon that. So if you're lucky enough to have somewhere where you can display that stuff and keep it out, it's, uh, I think you're right. It really drives wanting to get it done. Okay. Yeah. Totally. So any other, I've got a couple tools that I use. Uh, do you have any kind of interactive tools or anything like that? Um, I do. So when I have, so when, here's the thing I like to do is if I go and buy a brush, um, like a, a standard brush, buy two or three of them extra. Okay. Why do you do that? So the more you paint, the more you paint, the more you paint. The, the brush is going to get deteriorated. It's going to get weaker. It's going to going to hold as much paint. Yeah. Do what sucks, having your brush break, brush break down on you, and then you <laughs> when have you're to go, in the middle of something, and then you have to go to the store and grab one. Mm. Chuck it out, grab the next one, and same with the paints. When you buy, like, if you know your base coat paint, don't buy one paint of it. Buy a few yeah. pots of it. Yeah, I've got. I always have at least two Mephiston reds, two Barthesol, or whatever it is, gold, and uh, two always two love. Belchers. I think every single hobbyist should always have two lead belchers in yeah. their uh and so yeah in their having the color yeah having some colors in abundance is totally fine having your washes in abundance is fine having your brushes in is in abundance is fine like okay. having it there so that you're not stopping having to go to the store or wait till the store opens again yeah so it was nothing worse than getting into a groove and then having to stop it for whatever yeah, reason absolutely or if you know you're going to be like, okay, I'm going to have this weekend and I'm going to be able to put like a bunch of time in this weekend to hobbying before that weekend comes along. Maybe do a quick inventory. Okay, do I need anything? Make sure you have everything because like you said, getting into something, especially prime. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. If you if Running out of primer in the middle of priming something is the most annoying thing in the world. Like especially if it's like oh, end of day Saturday, and then your hobby store is closed Sunday and Monday or something like that, ah, just killer. Yeah. Always have extra primer. So for me, one of the things that keeps me on track 
is um and this big shout out to carl tuttle from the independent characters is a, a thing called a kanban board do you know what a kanban board is Teo? i do not okay so basically it's a free program and i'll put the link in our show notes it's basically this interactive board in which you can basically make a bunch of different columns so on mine i'm just going to pull mine up here i've got um a column for things I want to buy. I've got a column for um, things that need assembly. I've got a column for things that are ready to be painted. I've got um, a painting in progress section, and then I've got a bunch of different completed ones, one for each kind of chapter, so I've, or chapter army that I have. So I've got one for Mechanicum, Iron Hands, and all my other 40K stuff that haven't seen a lot of progress in some years now. But it's uh, so basically you make like a little entry. OK, I've got Vorax. You know, I've got three more Vorax to paint and you can add all these subtasks. So if you've got resin bases, you can make a little subtask that you can click on and off and you can categorize them and you can assign them to people. Basically, it's like almost like a project management board. That's what I think they were originally developed for. And it's just something that, you know, does it help me paint? No, it doesn't. But it shows me, one, this is everything that you've done. Like, I know for me that I've got 18 Mechanicum completions, and those could run anywhere from, you know, four Castellacs. It's not individually. It's like units. You know, I've, I can run through and see all this completed stuff, and it's like, ah, oh, that just makes me feel all warm. I think this goes back a little bit to my job. I'm very much now in my job... I, I manage projects in architecture and one of the, the best feelings I can get at work is I make lists and I just cross things off the list and doing that just fills me with, with, with joy. It's like, uh, finally I've got this one thing done because that list never ends. There's always something more to be put on the list. Does this sound familiar? Much oh, like yeah. our, our purchasing in, in this hobby, there's always going to be something more, but this is also, you know, how many times have you like started digging through your collection? Be like, oh yeah, I forgot about you know that I. That's how I have an this. Emperor's Children army. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So with this, like I, you know, I write in what I bought, and and then it also is is sometimes also a deterrent of buying more. Oh yeah, but like I have so much that's just not. I, I bought still it. have exactly. I have so much stuff on here. I really don't need to paint this you know i've got tons of emperor's children or not emperor's children iron hands things on here i can scroll for days it seems on this thing um so you know it's not it's not something that gets the things done and actually painted but i i feel like it really helps me stay on track and you know whether for my painting stuff that's painting progress i try to only keep a couple of things that are in that column just like okay i'm really trying to focus on getting these things done so i think you know it's definitely something to check out maybe when i'm back home i can show it to you i yeah. for you i i don't think you would really benefit from this because you just other than maybe tracking what you have in your closet that you can build whole other <laughs> armies with but um for someone that you know takes a little bit more time and you know i bought I bought like 4,000 points of Iron Hands all at once. And that is, you know, trying to get on top of painting something like that is hard. So, 
you know, just having it all of it listed and I can slowly whittle away at it and just, you know, open up these completed when I'm feeling down, I can just open up these completed, you know, columns and just be like, oh, yeah, I completed all that. That's awesome. <laughs> um, you know, another tool that's not really I don't even know if you can count this as as like a helpful and I guess it is, is the new GW um, painting app. Have you checked that out at all? I have not, but I also don't use GW Paints. Okay. Okay. Well, the cool thing about it, I do use a lot of GW Paints. I'm starting to move away from that now that I'm using the Airbrush more. Um, but the cool thing about it, there, there's a couple of cool things about this app. One, um, you can keep track of the paints that you have, and which I don't really care as much, but it also has a wish list. So if you're going through something, I don't know how many times you've gone to the store and be like, I know I need these paints. And then you get home and you're like, oh, I've already bought, I already have this, but I didn't pick this one up. For me, I, I've got a scatterbrain sometimes. So, you know, it's just cool. Good for me of keeping track of what I need to go and pick up. The other thing that's neat is that they give you, you can search by paint, by paint color. So if you're like, I want to get this kind of dark red, it will show you all the different steps that you need to take and paint GW paints at least that you need to use to get to this look. So you can scroll through all those different ways of approaching things. And also, you know, this is also more 40K based, but they also have paint by model. And they're really simple. It's basically just a, you know, a picture of the model and then it will tell you all the different colors that you're going to use. And yes, that might not be super useful that they don't have all the different legions and really, you know, any heresy stuff, but you're like, okay, I know that I want to get this kind of look on of this metal that might be on, I don't know, some Marine or something like it just gives you ideas of, yeah. at least for me, I don't use that as much, but you know, it's just a good way of keeping track of maybe what you need to get. And then, you know, ultimately for me, the other things that keep me on track is what we've repeated before is, is setting your goals and trying to keep to them. And the biggest one is, you know, get out there and just register for an event. Oh yeah, totally. Go and meet some people, get a solid goal of what you need and get out there and become a closer. And just the, the most amazing thing, at least for me, it's a huge motivation is being going to events and just having people come up to me and be like, wow, man, like how, you know, how did you do this? You know, I really like this color. How did you go about that? And you just start bullshitting with people about, about painting. And there's nothing better than I like doing is going to events and talking with like-minded people about this nerdy ha hobby that we have. Yeah, I can hear you. I just got to, I'm almost done, Joe. Um, We're talking about painting, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, off. and that's it. Like just getting painted, and obviously seeing more people's painted armies is always going to give you inspiration to paint yours. Absolutely, going to events and seeing other things, like going to the LVO and seeing all the cool. Like for me, the displays, the oh, yeah. display boards, it's something that I need to get on. But just seeing these things, and it just gives you fuel of like, you know, nothing's better than no one wants to roll up, especially if you put in a whole bunch of time to your army and you roll up to some guy that's you know put in a half-ass you know not everything's painted like there's nothing better than rolling up to a table and having two fully painted armies yeah awesome terrain and just 
you know, getting that experience is, and, and it's addictive, man. It you, super is. You know? So get out there and get painting. Cause then the last thing, the last thing we'll talk about is you can become a closer. You can, and you can take a picture of your models with your name and the date. And you send that into radio free Estevan and they will send you a sweet ass closer patch and you can put that onto your, you know, jean vest with other patches like <laughs> some some of us might have, and and just flaunt it, being like, "Oh yeah, who's a closer, baby?" Uh. Yeah, yeah. I'm dancing. I still haven't just gotten any of them for see. the three closed armies I had. I know I haven't gotten them any either, but that's a, a goal. We we need to take some sweet pictures when we're at my house once okay. I get home, and we can <laughs> we'll we'll throw in some thigh pictures of John just so we can. Sweeten the deal. Be like, all right, Kim, I'll pay up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I you know I hope this is you know I hope this helps some people out there that uh, haven't got any fully painted armies and and want to get there and you know definitely just hearing you and how you approach this you know very differently than I do. I think it's I think there's stuff in here for. Everybody, beginner painters, and, and and you know people that have painted a couple armies of just doing different approaches to things. Yeah, totally. And remember, like it doesn't matter, like it doesn't matter how fast you go as long as you get it done, and that you're happy with it. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. You have to be happy with it. It doesn't matter for anyone else's. Yeah, I like these hobby things. We should we should talk. We'll have to do another one of these. Sure. Totally. All right, maybe we can get really dirty with bases. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> so we will be back to talk a little bit of uh, some updates on the Royal Flush and then close out the show. All right. Welcome back. I uh, hope you guys found the uh, the how to become a closer as an informative little segment for you guys. Um, I know I did. Yeah, um, it's uh, really cool that we got to have two very different styles of painting and how we talked and how we do it. Um, uh, but yeah, so AJ, give us a little update about the Royal Damn. Flush. I will, because in the far distant future there's only the sound of the flush so uh september 8th through 9th you've heard it before the 53rd annual royal flush event happening in victoria bc at the legion on gorge road so we've got 32 spots we currently have 21 people registered so already we're over Kippers, which has been our biggest event. So we've got 11 spots uh, left. I'm looking at people like Greg, uh, old Cranky Gamer. I know you want to come up. Seattle Boys, all the guys that haven't gotten their tickets. Nico, figure out your work schedule. Um, so basically, uh, 11 spots left. Um, we've got a whole bunch. We, we apologize for the fiasco of our last episode. Uh, we couldn't get John on to re-record the section that got lost to uh, the recording gods. Um, but we will be doing that uh, hopefully next episode and we'll get into a lot more detail. Uh, we've got a bunch of um, sponsors to announce, which I'm very excited about. 
Um, so 11 spots left. I can tell you there's going to be some amazing prize support coming. Uh, we also have uh, five spots left for uh, Citizen Soldiers. Uh, Kalis just uh, dropped in Teo uh, to sponsor a board. And I've, he's got my other mat. I totally forgot where my other city mat <laughs> went. And I... Forgot I let him borrow it while I'm over here. So Matt, <laughs> Matt is found. Um, but I don't know if you saw the pictures of uh, the the terrain that he's been yeah, posting looks up. Looks awesome. Looks like looks like a wicked board he's putting together. That man knows how to build terrain. Let me tell you. Um, so yeah, we've got uh, three or six people total. Three more spots available for uh, for tables for citizen soldiers. Um, we also now have up on the the website. We've got our Bot GT social event that's happening on the Saturday night, uh, Saturday night, the 8th. Uh, even if you're not able to come to the event uh, and you just want to hang out and uh, socialize, Scott, Joe, I'm, I'm looking in your direction. Uh, we're heading down to the Canoe Club and uh, just getting together that night, enjoy some beverages and some food. Um, so please RSVP to that Um event page on Facebook if you want to come uh, really is important for us to figure out how much of a spot or how much space we need to pre-book and we need to let them know two weeks before the event so please help us and if you plan on coming please, uh, please register help us on there you. help us help you yeah you know we uh, we don't want to tell people that they they can't come so yeah we'll do a bigger rundown of uh, what we we already recorded last week, but got lost to the, the recording gods. Got uh, lost to the again. warp. <laughs> lost to the warp, sadly. It got lost in the flush. Couldn't, couldn't penetrate out of it. Um, so, yes, more on the Bot GT later, but it let me tell you, it's going to be an awesome event. We're, we're putting our all into it. Uh, just picked up those planetary fires. You know, that's going to be worked in. We got dice. We got dog tags. We got awesome prize support. Uh, it's going to be a great event. And, you know, Taya might be wearing a dress. Who knows? But at least, <laughs> but at least one thing also that will 100% be there are John's thighs and and uh, and Hog, which is, you know, infamous in the 30K community now. So um, <laughs> to close out the rest of the show, uh, of course, please like us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram at the bot gt 30k um we've got our friends at ck studios come in in july which i'm super stoked on i don't know if you saw that they posted up uh the goodies list of things that we can order just recently so I'm, i've been scoping out a, a sotar airbrush which i'm very excited for but uh who knows you can get on the the wait list no guarantees if you will make it um uh, but if you're interested and you know it's always it's always good, even even if you're not going to be able to, to make it, tell them that you are, because that just gives them that much more reason to come back and teach another class in the future. And we want that. And if it's not, you know, here in Victoria, then it will maybe in Vancouver or Seattle, which is not a big trip. So just get on the wait list. It shows them that there's more people out here that want to learn the ways of the airbrush. Um, of course, we've gone over the Royal Flush. Uh, and heresy camp. Teo, get your ticket. <laughs> Listeners, get your ticket. We're, Ezra and I are locked and loaded. We're going to go down and rent a car and go on a little road trip. Uh, Eric, get your ticket. You can do it. 
put put away those test of honor, you know, miniatures and get working on your ticket to come down. It's going to be, I can't wait. Just listening to all the episodes that have come out about Adepticon and, and listening to Ryan's event that he put on there and all the amazing terrain. I, you know, I haven't, I haven't played an event since Kippers where you and I met. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm very excited to go and not be hosting any events and just enjoy the fruits of other people's labor. So that will be uh, September 19th to 23rd, right after our event. So it's going to be perfect timing. I cannot wait. So, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Find Teo and I passed out drunkenly in a canoe in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, 33 days to go, buddy. And then I'm back home. And I, I can't wait to do an episode with you in the flesh. The oh, sound quality so will good. be superb. 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 No more of this long-distance Skype BS. <laughs> so that's it. That's it for me, man. Um, if you got anything else, I'll, no. you know. Just hope you guys just... enjoyed the show. I apologize yeah. for the kind of intermittent scheduling. That is more on my part due to life changes, but that'll be back yeah. on track. In recent time, I think it's it's just going to be once once I'm home and we're not dealing with recording only at a very specific time, it, it, we're going to get more consistent. Oh yes, we're going to add a little bit more fiber to this uh, this podcast, so we're a little bit more consistent. Some <laughs> met, metamucil, just mix that in into the toilet of the bocce tea. The metamucil toilet. Oh yeah. Uh, so we'll see you guys. Uh, yes. What, was the, what were we talking about? Like, I love you or something. <laughs> Hugs and kisses. Hugs and kisses. Get those models painted, boys. 